Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new gods for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies all right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That was then-Senator John F. Kennedy reading the Declaration of Independence the 4th of July, 1957. And uh, those words ring more true ever now than I think they did during his time. And so... Today's episode of The Daily Dose is called We Hold These Truths to be Self-Evident. And, you know, I almost, I sometimes tear when I hear that because how far have we fallen from the tree? Yeah, dude, me too. Yeah, if you're, uh, if you're tuning in right now to The Daily Dose, <clears throat> this is where we unfold the global conspiracy. Uh, the global conspiracy being the implementation of a one-world government, the destruction of the United States of America, the removal of our sovereignty through infiltration, through through other covert means, through the collapse of our societal, our social, our academic, our political, our institutional systems, and our attacks on our infrastructure and our supply chain, which, if you're not paying attention, is happening right now. 
And we're going to get into some of that here in a minute. And we're going to get into a lot of stuff here in a minute. And we're going to look at what's happening. We're going to unravel this. And, you know, it's not too late. It's not too late to change the course of humanity, of the United States, of this country. And some people want us to wait till November of 2024. And I say no. I say that that is way too long to wait, that we cannot survive that long. Some people are waiting for a grand plan to, to come into effect. And I say that you are the plan. We are the plan. We've always been the plan. And the plan has always been towards when we come to that precipice moment. Then we, when we've had enough, that we've said no more, that we stand up and raise our fist and say, it is time. And I've come to the understanding that it's that time. It's that time to start thinking about how to live a life without the federal government. How to live a life in this country to where we, what Glenn Beck would say, a national divorce from the federal power. Each state in this country, in this union, is a sovereign individual entity, state country they can do what they wish they have no no whatsoever bindings to the federal government they can dispose the federal government they can remove the federal government yes there's processes that can happen but what i foresee happening here right now in the very near future is if these states care one bit about the united states constitution if they care one bit about the freedom of america that they're going to stand up they're going to rise up as James Madison said in Federalist 46, there's four ways to curve a tyrannical and oppressive government. That's disquietude, civil disobedience that comes from the citizenry. Disquietude being standing up on your, your, your podium, your soapbox, and yelling and screaming at the top of your lungs, doing what we do now. Civil disobedience means no longer funding the federal government, no longer going out there and playing their game. It doesn't mean violence. It doesn't mean rising up with arms. That's not what it means. And that's not what we're saying here. Then it says that outspoken governors shall rise up. And from that state legislation, the counteract tyrannical and oppressive policy. But see, here's the problem. Is, is we no longer have law. We no longer have a Congress that I even think is working for us. And in, in it's Republican Congress. The, Joe Biden comes out two days ago. And mentions that he's going to pay pensions for all Ukrainians. Well, we hear at home in the United States of America, 22 veterans die every day of suicide. We have one of the highest rates of homelessness this country has ever seen. One of the highest rates of joblessness that this country has ever seen. Most American families are working two to three jobs just to support themselves. Six-figure earners are living paycheck to paycheck. That's how bad inflation is. We have the, the, the record high, dis lowest point of disposable income since 1932. That means that money that's in savings for excess goods and services after the cost of living, there is none. It's gone. It decreased $1 trillion within one year. America yeah. is on life support. America is bleeding from the arteries. And here's the thing is politicians might think we can last a year. They might think that, oh, we're going to go and investigate these people. We're going we're gonna to subpoena people and talk to them and, and put criminal you know, referrals over to the DOJ and we're going to have justice. 
then where is it? Yeah. We've had enough evidence the last three years to bring Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, James Biden down. Why, why didn't this take one week? The Senate committee come in there, review the evidence, bring the people in there, talk to them and say, criminal referral, here you go, done. They didn't. Yeah, so many people should be in jail right now. Bill Gates, politicians, Soros, Zelensky, the Biden crime family, the Clinton crime family, the Hussein crime family, probably all these people in the shadows, probably the crown, the queen, Trudeau, go to any country you want. I mean, it's just throwing them all out there. I'm serious. I know, joking. So many people should be arrested and we see nothing. And it's like we keep saying, take one more step and we're going to do something. Take one more step getting ran over. Mm. And then continuing, take one more step. So, yeah, you're right. We need to start today. We need to start years ago with doing things differently, doing things right. That's right. And this is a gentleman that I follow on uh, TikTok. I forgot his name, but I want you to listen to his Mm. wide words, his wise words, because this is in not just an, for fuck's sake. Oh, there we go. Okay. We froze up for a minute there. If we do freeze up and do lose you guys, we will be back right back. Please know that. But his wise words uh, is on the minds of lots of Americans today. This is just a normal, everyday, average dude. But listen to what he has to say. This one's for all the men out there. And by men, I mean those of you who haven't allowed yourself to be emasculated by this society yet. Boys, if you were given the task of sitting down right now and writing out your own obituary... What would it read? I sat by idly with a heart full of uncertainty and a gut full of fear as I watched a group of global elite take over the world, destroy everything I knew, and enslave humanity. Or would it read, I was wise enough to see what was coming. I stood up and locked arms with my fellow men from around the world. We stood hard and we stood fast. And we did everything that we had to do to push that evil back, expel it from this world, and make sure that it never had the opportunity to come again to destroy and to enslave. I love each and every one of you. The future humanity is in our hands, boys. Give those words some serious thought. Stay the course. Stay the course. The future of humanity is in your hand. I, you know, it shocks me that we've come this far. It shocks me that we're here at this moment. That I see podcasts rising up everywhere, speaking about all of this. And that's a good thing. But the, the key is, is to not get distracted by the minutiae. And, you know, this gentleman's right. We need to embrace arms with humanity, not, not Americans, not white, not Christians. We have to stop looking oh, yeah. at this in a black and white fashion. Yeah. So the cool thing about freedom is it's not just freedom for you or freedom for me. Um, when we push this kind of idea forward, the people who we might not get along with now might say, well, if you guys are doing that, then then I'm going to do this. You know, I want to be called these pronouns and I want to go do this and I want communism. It's like, okay, take all of your things you want over there and we're going to take all the things we want here. 
and everyone's happy. Everybody's free, right? I don't know. Is there anything there? Well, do you know why the uh, that this country can never be communist? Why? Because the U.S. Constitution gives us our former government, which is a Republican form of government. Okay. <laughs> U.S. Constitution states directly in there, a Republican form of government. No others, not a communist form. Well, communism is an economic system, man. Doesn't matter. <laughs> There's a lot of commie ideals, though, already embedded in our system. I feel. How much? How much you want to bet that uh, this dead old vampire is about to keel over one day? Let's watch this video. I, I hope so. The melting of the in Greenland ice sheet affects. Uh, 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 of a geriatrics patient here um this man is is evil and i don't think he's gonna be around too much longer and i don't know if that's something to celebrate or whatnot but no we'll just be talking about his kids probably right i imagine yeah but there's there's things happening people and we've said this from the beginning this show started, man, I don't remember when the Daily Dose specifically started. It was after we got banned, we came back, maybe uh, the the summer of 2020, somewhere in that range. 2019, I think it was, sorry. I think so. 2019. And um, I've been talking about the Firestorm event. And this is, we talked about uh, Cyber Polygon. We talked about cyber attacks coming. We talked about attacks on our infrastructure and our supply chain. And just last week or a week and a half ago, we saw the balloon incident, which shows the vulnerabilities of U.S. airspace and the incompetence of, of our military not to be able to detect these things, even though the U.S. intelligence agencies, which are kind of separate from the military, track this thing from China all the way to the United States. Well, here's, here's another level of... Uh, Incompetence. Sensitive U.S. military email spill online. A government cloud email server was connected to the Internet without a passport. Password. U.S. Department of Defense secured an exposed server on Monday that was spilling internal U.S. military emails to open Internet for the past two weeks. The exposed server was hosted on Microsoft's Azure government cloud for Department of Defense customers, which uses servers that are physically separated from other commercial, commercial customers and as such can be used to share sensitive but unclassified government data. The exposed server was part of an internal mailbox system storing about three terabytes of internal military emails, many pertaining to U.S. Special Operations Command or U.S. SOCOM and U.S. military unit tasked with conducting special military operations. But a misconfiguration left the server without a passport, allowing anyone in the Internet to access the sensitive mailbox data. Now, th this is like security clearance emails and it, they're unclassified emails. But this happened quite a few years ago, okay? Do you remember when the yeah. Air Force files had on the Amazon AWS cloud and yeah. they did a database uh, um, update and they never reset the password and all of those AWS websites were posted online and people could go through and download all the information from the military? Um, what year? I don't remember. This had that. to be under Obama 2010, okay. 11, or 12. 
I don't recall, but so tell me more. This is interesting here because this is the Microsoft Azure cloud. Now, do you remember under Donald Trump when the DOD issued a contract to Amazon AWS? Jeff Bezos got the contract. Yeah. And what did Microsoft do? I don't recall. They yelled and screamed because they were one mm. of the top competitors and sued the DOD oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. access to that contract. The judge came out and basically ruled, okay, well, you have to be fair in how you do this. And they gave Microsoft and Amazon both the contract through legal um, legal proceedings. Now we find out that those servers ran by Azure, Microsoft, messed up. Oops, our bad. Leaking uh, confidential information out there. I don't think that this was an accident, and I don't think it was an accident many years ago when it happened before. Wow, dude. Great uh, connection there. I didn't realize. Wow. Yeah. There's always more to the story, folks. There's always more to the story. You know, in the uh, the midst of weather manipulation that has been going on throughout the world, we just had another earthquake, 6.0 earthquake, the other day in Turkey, yesterday in Turkey, which is the same day that the U.S. offered assistance through aid. Um, and right now, I'm in Minnesota, and we are about to get smacked. I actually went and got more gas. I got my generator all tuned up and everything like that in case power goes out. But... Uh, the storm, this is a massive winter storm, stretches across 2,600 miles. 2,600 mile long stretch of the U.S. is expected to get massive snowfall. We're expecting about two feet here in the next two days. Holy moly, dude. Now, I'm not saying that this is uncommon in this part of the world. It's not uncommon. But with everything else going on in the world... I'm definitely skeptical of how this is actually happening. This this weather is strange, I'll tell you that. It hailed here today. Mm-hmm. So today it hailed, it rained, it did a hail rain, it did sun, it did rain in the sun, and now it's just cold. So I think we're getting the first little bit of this here on the West Coast, maybe. Yeah. Well, and, it, it's, uh, still, it's still over the Midwest. It's hitting, like, Montana it? and stuff right now. But, yeah, really, it's like, how often does it hail on the coast, on the beach. Mm. It's not normal. It's not. It's not. And you're probably, yeah, you're probably seeing a lot of rain, huh? Of course. Always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got, dude, it's crazy. I was, I was, I was fishing on Sunday or crabbing. I walked like a mile and a half out to the middle of nowhere. No roads, just a mile and a half out like, onto a peninsula. And it just all of a sudden just gray out soaked gray out i had waterproof clothes on but soaked. i couldn't even see the mainland and i like hustled back by the time i got back or like halfway back sunny nice fine and it just changes like this it's crazy yep but this is not going to be fun so everyone hope i hope that is preparing that's sure. right most and, of you are and listen we're not the only ones that are seeing this this is a vanity fair um article and i'm not big on vanity fair but inside the descent dissident fringe where the new right meets the far left and everyone's bracing for the apocalypse. Preppers, techies, hippies, and yuppies are all converging on the American West, the safest place to exit a society gone haywire. The West? 
it's Vanity Fair. California's losing people. They're pushing people that way. But this is <laughs> this is what we have to understand is that it's not just us that are seeing and witnessing this happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I was talking to my old neighbor in, in Colorado, who's definitely not right. Voted for Joe Biden, vaccinated, right? And um, he's like, well, what should, what should we do? Should we prepare? There's, there's some things happening right here. And they're thinking about leaving the United States. Tell bad it's getting mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about that, but it always I always say it's a bad idea in my head. Oh, I do too. I just try to be somewhere where um, I'm safe. And maybe we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We're, we're, we're gonna, I'd love we're, to. Actually, we'll talk about that tonight. So tonight, oh, yeah. tonight we have the After Dark Q&A on the socialredpill.com. For anybody interested in that, it's free to join. You can support us with a, uh, a membership there, but it's definitely free to join. Um. And socialredpill.com, we're going to have our live Q&A tonight. Uh, it starts at, um, yeah, sorry, it's late. 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central. Um, it's just because I got to go put my kids to sleep and stuff like that. I will probably be on early, but it actually starts right after the show. You guys can join on the events tab, Social Red Pill Zoom. You can join right there, but I just won't be on for like an hour. But this is really happening, and it's good to be ready and prepared as well as on the social red pill every week. Now, every Sunday we're holding these red pill prepper events. And this is where people who have knowledge on various different things are going to come on and speak to you about prepping and you can reach out to them, ask them questions, these types of things. Um, and we're about to publish uh, a recap of that on our Substack. So make sure you're at redpillproject.substack.com signed up there as well. And what are we talking about here? Well, this is from the wall street journal. This is eerie. Power grid attacks surge and are likely to continue a study. A study finds confidential analysis shows sharp rise in targeting facilities with gunfire intrusion and vandalism. And obviously I can't read this, but physical attacks on the U.S. power grid rose 71% last year compared with 2021 and will likely increase this year according to a confidential industry analysis. And just in the last few days, we've had multiple power outages across the U.S. They're, they're saying, oh, it's just an error. Just an error. An error. Right. Now, let me go to that. I want to pull that up real quick. Boop, boop, <laughs> I don't want to play this whole thing because it's long and drawn out and it's more of a campaign speech. But it's a good segue into what's happening next. And just understand the title here. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. From Donald Trump today. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the national security industrial complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. All right. World War III is closer than it ever has been right now. And for anybody that wants to go back to my older shows when I was saying this a year ago, a month ago, and they called me a warmonger doom and gloom uh all this stuff <laughs> that's all they're saying about you i get much worse oh, i get i get a lot worse but i'm not going to mention that here <laughs> okay 
But you know, <laughs> what happened today? Putin raises tension with Ukraine, suspends the START nuclear pack. Russian President Vladimir Putin suspended Moscow's participation in the last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the United States, announcing the move Tuesday as a bitter speech, which he made clear he would not change his strategy in the war in Ukraine. Putin emphasized, however, that Russia isn't withdrawing from the pact yet, and hours after his address to foreign minister and Moscow would respect the treaty's caps on nuclear weapons. It also said Russia would continue to exchange information about test launches of ballistic missiles per earlier agreements with the United States. The long-delayed State of the Nation address, Putin cast his country and Ukraine as victims of Western double-dealing and said it was Russia, not Ukraine, fighting for its very existence. We aren't fighting the Ukrainian people, Putin said, ahead of the war's first anniversary. The Ukrainian people have become hostages of the Kiev regime and its Western masters, which effectively occupied its country. The speech reiterated a litany of grievances he has frequently offered as justification for the widely condemned military campaign, while vowing no military let-up. Along the limits of the number of nuclear weapons in 2010 New START envisions its broad inspections of nuclear sites, Putin said Russia should stand ready to resume nuclear weapons tests if the U.S. does so as a move that would end the global ban on such tests in place since the Cold War era. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres responded by calling for Russia and the United States to return to dialogue immediately. A world without nuclear arms control is far more dangerous and an unstable one. Deep stater Anthony Blinken described Moscow's decision to suspend participation in the treaty as really unfortunate and very irresponsible. Yeah, that's irresponsible. But why? It's because of Biden and Mm -hmm. the actions of the global community that they're doing this. It's in response to Biden going to Ukraine. Yeah. And. Does does everybody understand what that's all about? I mean, NATO inched towards the Russian border. And every time that a new nation would join NATO, the United States would go in there and put some military power in there and and put missiles or tanks or aircraft. And Putin said, stop, stop, stop. And and the whole eastern border of Russia with NATO yeah. countries, is lined, except for Ukraine. And Putin drew the line in the sand. And now NATO is saying, you need to stop. And they're going, Ukraine's not a NATO nation. You have no authority. Well, but you need to stop. Imagine if Russia or China went to Mexico and started building military defense shields, missiles, at the United States, right on the Mexican border or Canadian border. How would you feel? That's how Russia there. feels. I'd say take it out now. Yeah. That's exactly what Putin's talking about. And not only that is he made kind of uh, the goal of the West is to inflict a strategic defeat on Russia to end us once and for all. We will react accordingly because we are not talking about the existence of our country. Moscow's nuclear doctrine doctrine clearly states their forces can use nuclear weapons when the country's very existence is at risk. Elsewhere in the speech, Putin also vowed Russia would ditch participations in the armed control treaty, which we just talked about. Just the other day, a top Putin spokesman said that they are going, they, they uh, envision bombing the shit out of London. I wonder why London. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's the financial capital. Yep. 
And right after this, we see China's Xi Jinping plans Russia visit as Putin wages war in Ukraine. This comes days after China has vowed to help support Russians' efforts in Ukraine. And by the way, the support wasn't militarily. It was like food and supplies and stuff like that. And the United States is like, you can't do that. How dare you? And China's like, China actually came out with a statement. It was all in Chinese, but I didn't want to translate it for you by reading it. But basically the dude said is, F you, America. You guys do not dictate or control what we do or anybody does in this world. Stand your asses down. And so we have stupid people in the United States of America getting us in a lot of trouble globally. And this is not a good thing because it does not represent the will of the American people. It does not represent the American people at all. You no. have you have politicians, okay, on the left and right supporting this. And and they're pushing this. You, you have Lindsey Graham just the other day. It's like, we're going to give them nukes and tanks and all this other stuff, and we're going to defeat Mr. Putin. Then I you would, have... 98% of politicians, I feel, are corrupt or complicit in some way. I honestly believe that. Yeah. I mean, you have Mike Pompeo's like, Putin's a bad guy. We got to stop him. Yeah. Well, what about the stolen election that yeah. nobody seems to remember? Oh, yeah. All, all the stolen elections. Yeah, the 2022 yeah. election. Yeah, everybody forgot about that real fast. Putin tells Russia business where the future lies. Investing domestically will help preserve, preserve wealth and aid the economy. According to the president, Russian business people should invest more in their own country in order to support the economy and preserve their own wealth. During this address to Federal mm-hmm. Assembly on P- Tuesday, Putin urged entrepreneurs who are currently faced with the predatory behavior of the West as a result of sanctions to not cling to the past and attempt to sue someone abroad. It is pointless to run around with outstretched hands and humiliate yourself. And so Putin is basically bringing everything home and telling people to stop investing in the West because most likely they're not going to be around much longer. And that is the point of what Putin is trying to do. He's trying to dismantle the Western financial and militaristic control around the world, which is the world order. It's really interesting, too. He's saying take your losses with Mm -hmm. dealing with the West. Don't even bother suing them. I thought that was an interesting aspect of what he was telling people. And just to be Russia first, just like Trump said to us when he was president, you know, do it here, keep it home, keep it in America, USA. So this is a quote from the Wall Street Journal, and I want you to to hear this because this is the truth here. A series of high-profile events on the international stage has laid bare to the perilous state of great power relations as Russia and China challenged the U.S.-led global order and raised a prospect that they could deteriorate further. This is the new world order is here, guys, and guess what? I like that language. Yeah. The new world order is here. It is China and Russia taking out the West, the the, the Western hegemony, right? Hegemony, the US, hegemony. Well, yeah. how did they say it? The U.S.-led global order. Yeah, the U.S.-led global order. Which, hey, look, you know, the Western global order, this is central bank digital currencies. This is the World Economic Forum. This is ESG. This is gender delusion stuff. Well, what's what's the, the, the global order on the other side? It's the exact the rest of the world opposite. So on this right. side, you have kind of like on the left side, you have the fascist world order on their side, China and Russia, you have the totalitarian world order, the socialist world order. 
Either one of them is bad news, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend at this point. Okay? And the key is, is that we keep our country after all is said and done. And this is going to be a, a fight for our lives, I'm telling you. Yeah, and as scary as it is, it's good. In a way, to me, it seems good that the U.S.-led world order, quote-unquote, that they're calling this, which, by the way, doesn't even consist of most of the world, is uh, the minority. So that's a good thing and a bad thing uh, to me. Right. So this is what Putin had to say about the, uh, the, the warning about the future of the Ukraine conflict. The U.S. and its allies intend to take the military standoff global, Putin said. Western elites intend to transform the conflict in Ukraine from a regional to a global one. Um, he says he perceives this as an existential threat and will react accordingly. The goal of those in power in the U.S. and other Western nations is to end us once and for all, the Russian leader stated during a keynote speech Tuesday. They are using Ukraine as a battering ram against Russia and don't care how many people will die as a result. They intend to turn a local conflict into a phase of global confrontation. This is how we understand things and will react accordingly because the issue here is the existence of the state or Russia. You have to understand what Putin just said there. That is a warning. That is a shot across the frigging bow. Now, on the same day Putin says this, okay, Biden comes out and says NATO has never been... Is, is stronger than it's ever been. Joe Biden said Tuesday that NATO is stronger than it's uh, ever during its visit to Poland ahead of the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, um, Ukraine. A year later, I would argue that NATO is stronger than it's ever been, Biden told the Polish counterpart. On today's Duda, a day after making a surprise trip to Kiev, I can proudly say that our support for Ukraine is unwavering. He says that American, fla- American households, American households, are flying Ukrainian flags. And so Biden called Poland's support for the neighboring Ukrainian citizens truly extraordinary. Duda said that thanks to Biden, listen to this part, we can see that America can keep the world order. They use specific words for a reason. And on the same day of Putin's message, on the anniversary of Ukraine, Dutch intelligence claims Russia is preparing an attack on oil and gas pipelines, submarine cables, and wind farms in the North Sea. If true, this is a serious Russian escalation, possibly a response to all the weapons being sent to Ukraine by NATO. Russia just said, we just want the Donbass region. We don't care about anything else. We're going to continue until Ukraine gives up or we have to bomb the shit out of them. They don't want war with the West. Putin stated, I don't want war the West. The West needs to keep their noses out of Russia's business. So why would Russia go and bomb oil and gas pipelines, which they probably own, okay, submarine cables and wind farms in the North Sea? They wouldn't. It's a Nord Streams 2.0. That's all that yes. is. Yeah. And this is why Putin said what he did. If they continue... We will act accordingly. If they continue to escalate, we will act accordingly. You got to remember, the United States already bombed the Nord Stream's pipelines, apparently, right? Apparently. They're, they're giving Abram tanks to Ukraine with depleted uranium rounds. Next is going to come the F-16s. They're coming. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
And Russia's going to say, no more. And they're going to start targeting United States assets in Ukraine. I guarantee you. They have to. Well, they're going to very, very soon. And what do I mean by that? Yes, the U.S. has special operations units in Ukraine operating. We know that because just a few weeks ago, a uh, um, a Wagner battalion, which is like Russian elite mercenaries, and this is former special operations guys, was completely yeah. annihilated in Ukraine. Mm. This wasn't done by Ukraine's first battalion or anything like that. This is done by most likely U.S. special forces, which are operating in Ukraine. So... Rumors have emerged that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy will be stripping Ukraine aid from the multiple spending bills, including the ominous spending package and stopgap funding bill. That's a good thing. I mean, listen, if he does this, he's going to gain a lot of support from the right. I'm telling you. And this stops Joe Biden in his tracks. And this could stop the war. Well, it, it would stop the funding of their pension funds. What's Joe Biden have to say about this? All across my country, in big cities and small towns, Ukrainian flags fly from American homes. Okay, everybody go outside and look at your neighbor's house and tell me if there's any Ukrainian <laughs> flags flying. I see up, upside-down American flags. <laughs> I, I see more upside-down American flags than I actually do. Ukrainian flags. Actually, I've never seen one Ukrainian flag flying. All right. I'm ashamed to say in my town there are yeah. a small number of Ukrainian flags. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Not a ton. Did you see this video of Air Force One? We don't know who it was. <laughs> Someone took a tumble down Air Force One. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my God. That hurt. <laughs> I love it. Where's Joe? <laughs> Imagine. Has anyone seen Joe Biden since then? That's my question. It was someone carrying something. It was probably one of the reporters. <laughs> I hope sucks. they're okay. Yeah, that sucks. And nobody else, like, I'm going down the steps, nobody else even flinched. They're like, oh, you all right? Oh, falling is the worst. Yep. So, uh, so some funny, though. Some bad news for the Brunson hearing at the Supreme Court. It has been denied. The rehearing has been denied. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, and that seems to be the thing. Yesterday, people were reporting, like, legit articles usually, or uh, sources were saying that it was coming out Friday, but apparently today they ruled they're not going to take it again, which I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not surprised either. We knew that was going to happen. Um, Hype was certainly there, wasn't it? My God, it definitely was. All right, East Palestine seemed to be the first in many. We've been talking about attacks on infrastructure. We've been talking about the, how this is going to happen. We talked about the 150 plus food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities that have burned down. We talked about the 25 plus natural gas and oil refineries that have blown up. We talked about yeah. other points of critical infrastructure that were targeted. Just yesterday in Pennsylvania, behind a church, we found a pipe bond sitting on the tracks of the railroad station. 
In California, we have miles long of chemical tankers sitting on the tracks that farmers have said they've never seen before in their lives. We're having reports of this all over the country. Just random tankers, miles long, sitting on the tracks all over the place. We've had a few fires over the last week. Here's another one. Heavy smoke billows from a fire at Williamsburg, New York City, lumber. Lumber! That's interesting. (laughs) Then we got more. Multiple people dead after a huge fire breaks out in Medley, Florida. Huge fire broke out at a warehouse in Medley, Florida that fixes aluminum tanks and structures. Hmm, interesting. What's this one? This is the explosion in Medley, Florida. I don't think they showed the whole thing, but there's uh, the fire that was burning. Uh, This one. Massive fire breaks out at the Brooklyn Lumber Storage Warehouse. Okay, we just saw this one. Another train derails, this time in Nebraska. Get another train roll off the tracks this time. And uh, the east end of Gothenburg, Nebraska, the train contained cars carrying hazardous materials and the latest in more than a dozen train derailments this year. Hazmat crews are rushed to the scene. And this is Fayetteville, West Virginia, production plant in a blaze. This morning, several crews are on scene trying to put out the fire. We'll continue so to keep many. you updated as we learn more, um, more information. This is kind of odd, report- don't you guys think? This is uh, way more than we could ever imagine. Yeah, welding shop. Supermarkets ration food and vegetables as shelves empty in supply shortage. Asda restricts sales of some items to three per customer as UK farmers switch off greenhouses amid soaring energy costs in Europe is hit by the perfect storm of growing issues. Why? Mm. Because they changed through ESG compliance down through the World Economic Forum the amount of nitrogen and carbon dioxide that farmers could release and limited them which farmers basically unless they wanted their farms repossessed had to oblige which means that they had to stop harvesting stuff. They had to stop producing food this this is only going to get worse guys yeah we already are facing the beginning of what could be the worst genocide in history that we know of yeah the firestorm event is here it's in full force guys our country is under attack you're going to see more power outages you're going to see more fires And every single one of these fires is just a chipping away at the foundation of our infrastructure. Every single power outage you see, question the narrative. Because these are most likely being done as an attack and they're just covering it up now in the sense that it is an attack. Because they don't want people scared and frightened. German health minister says new pandemics are certain after meeting with Bill Gates and WHO director. The Munich Security Conference is an annual meeting about international security issues in which politicians and important figures from the corporate world take part. Health Minister Karl Loschenbach met with billionaire Bill Gates and Director General of the World Health Organization Tedros and Haman Grahebarasis during the Munich Security Conference this past weekend. Lauterbach posted a photo where the three of them on Twitter with the following message. Bill Gates and WHO Director uh, Dr. Tedros, the Munich Security Conference, new pandemics are certain. The only question is, when and are we better prepared then? That's what we've been working on. Yes, they've been working on the new fucking pandemic. 
is what they're working on. Yes, there is a new pandemic inbound, guys. And they're going to utilize it to seize global control. And it's going to be, it's going to hit at a time when World War III is about to break out, financial collapse is imminent, and the U.S. infrastructure and supply chain are ready to collapse. Because that will be the straw that broke the camel's back. Let me go here. Uh, guys, we do something called the Battle of the Streams. And this is where you can help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. Um, you can do this through DLive, Rumble, Pilled, or even Facebook. And so thank you to everybody who's donated thus far. Uh, Spy Robugum. Uh, sorry if I just uh, demolished that name. Donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, Spy. RPG3573, two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Racing Ray, gifted a can. Thank you for all you do. Thank you so much, Ray. Appreciate you. Bayonet, two lemons on DLive. Grismo7, three lemons on DLive. Thank you so much, Grismo7 and Bayonet. AP1 Speaks, $10. Just love you guys. Wanted to show my appreciation. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, AP1 Speaks. Much appreciated for that. Frosty Supernatural donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Frosty Supernatural. Shannon1313, six lemons, and Just Jim a can. Hi, guys. Thank you so much, Shannon, Frosty, and Just Jim. I want to go back on over here. I want to go ahead and do this real quick. I want to pull up. The first thing I want to pull up is, oh, that's what it is. I'm going to pull up this. This is our cash app, guys. Uh, Red Pill Project, so it's a money sign, Red Pill Project. I wanted to give a good uh, a thank you shout out to uh, Cindy Weed for the Cash App donation watching on Rumble. Thank you so much, Cindy, for that. Much appreciated. As well as uh, a few days ago, uh, Maria Gottel. Um, thank you so much, uh, Maria, as well. Love your Daily Dose show. Watch it every night. Uh, thank you both for those donations on Cash App. So if you guys want that Cash App right there, money sign, Red Pill Project. You find that as well, Cash App, cash.app slash money sign Red Pill Project. And then on the other side of this house, and I got to go through all this because I think it's pertinent to help support what we do here and uh, what we're trying to do is stay alive and get the news and information out and keep you guys informed and updated and help you guys prepare for everything that's happening in the world. This is our website, redpill, uh, redpills.tv, also known as redpillprojectmedia.com. Um, you can follow us right here at the bottom. There's Telegram, DLive, Substack. There's our uh, social red pill. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, our locals community, which I apologize, we'll be getting back into that here soon. Our YouTube channel, Rumble. Um, our latest episodes are are right there. And then going down here, you can see that that, that Cash App is actually linked up right there. There's also a Give, Send, Go campaign that doesn't seem to be linked up. And then Crypto, if you wanted to help us out with Crypto. There's all the shows that we have on our platform. we got a, potentially a few more shows coming in. Uh, this is where you can listen to the audio broadcast right here. And there's some merch right there that we have with Rise Attire. If you guys haven't checked this out, you go to uh, redpills.tv slash merch, and it'll take you to our awesome merch shop. We got uh, uh, some hoodies in here, as well as shirts. We have the Biden Puppet Show right there. Pretty cool. I'm still waiting for mine to be delivered, but once it comes in, I'll let you guys know. But then down, down here at the bottom, this is one of the ways you can truly get prepared and help us and support us. Uh, we have Honey Colony, redpills.tv slash honey. You can go on over there. They got some great all-organic, all-natural, chemical-free products there. Uh, 
Dr. Kirk Elliott, Get Gold Today. If you just go in here and you click on that link, it'll take you to Get Gold Today, which is Dr. Kirk Elliott's uh, website there. Or you can just call 720-605-3900. This is if you got IRAs, 401ks, or if you want to open an IRA or whatever it might be, and you want to get Dr. Kirk Elliott's a free financial assessment, he will work with you guys. He is incredibly helpful. His team is amazing, and they'll get you into gold and silver. As well as we have Dr. Mark Sherwood and Michelle Sherwood down here, sherwood.tv slash redpill, and they have a whole bunch of stuff to help you optimize your health and your life in there. My pillow, if you guys use my pillow, RPP is that promo code. And then My Patriot Supply right here, redpills.tv slash patriot. And they have a ton of different stuff there to help support the Red Pill Project as well as get you prepared for the global coming collapse, which is absolutely coming because we're watching it unfold and happen. So I wanted to put that out there. Thanks for everybody for all the support out there and helping to keep us alive. And I got to do that. I got to do those spots. Uh, exclusive Missouri Attorney General investigates St. Louis Gender Clinic School as a pipeline. This comes in lieu of yesterday's uh, show where we talked about that teacher who wrote to the St. Louis Gender Clinic about information pertaining to the whole class that wants to be transgender now since one student came out. And she's like, I don't know what else to do. Contact their parents. Like, I hope that lady is absolutely fired. Yeah, I agree. That should be the result of this nonsense. Oh, yeah. Well, if we want to get deeper down that rabbit hole, go ahead, go ahead Vince. Well, without question, you're 100% right. And people need to be more involved in public education and private education, too. Yep. Education, period. How about this one? Listen sure to this, this teacher. Go ahead. And we don't even know if this is yeah. real, but let's, let's listen to this teacher here. Hi, Miss Luna, activist teacher here again, and I just wanted to share with you guys about how I am starting a new uh, communist lunch program in my classroom. So what I've been noticing is that my white privileged kids, they have much better lunches than my BIPOC students. So I wanted to make sure everything was more equitable in my class. So we started having a communist style lunch. So what I do is I ask all of the kids to put their lunches all together um, every item of their lunch inside of a basket and then at lunchtime I distribute it all equally to them so that they can all have um, a uh, more equitable lunches and I have this one white privileged student and he's always complaining to me that he's getting the hummus and carrot sticks while the other kids are getting the BIPOC kids are getting the six pack of Oreos and I tell him you know even though I am doing my best to make this equitable we also have to make up for 300 years of oppression. These are the teachers that are teaching our children. If, you're, if your child is in that woman's class, I hope that you get down to that school tomorrow and you raise living hell. That the cane comes out and says, Abel, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Seriously, dude, this is so messed up. This is trauma. This is traumatic. This is abuse, really. Yeah. This is not fucking cool. I'm laughing because it's really insane to me. It's fucking just, pinkos. Yeah, these crazy pinkos. It's almost par. It's almost like a parody. And that's why you know I'm like, okay, maybe it's fake, but it seems pretty. It seems real, man. This is crazy. You know, 
on a good note, maybe yeah. the world does need a cleanse. No, I don't like that idea. I do not. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't like, go there. I don't go there. Listen, I, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I, I'm on the edge. You know, like, I, like, I, I don't agree with the genocide <laughs> of humanity. Like, don't really want to see life. it. Don't want to go through it. There might be other life out there anyway. But there's I mean. there's certain people that we can just do without. Bill Hicks, the, no. the famous comedian, said it best. Oh gosh. Right? He he talks about uh the, the bad LSD trips, right? Mm. And he's like uh he goes, News tonight. Young man on acid thought he could fly, jumps off a building to his death. And Bill Hicks is like Fuck him. We lost a moron. The world just got lighter. Dance. We lost a moron. You don't see ducks in lines that catch elevators to fly south. Take off from the ground first, you idiot. Great. We lost a fucking moron. And that's the truth. Is some people are just morons. And if they go if they go about through their own Darwin Award, let them. <laughs> that's their Man. choice of prerogative, right? Yeah, the world, the universe is a... Josh, be more compassionate and sympathetic. (laughs) No! (laughs) Like, listen. I love my children. I love my family. Okay? I love my friends. I love the, the people on this platform. And it hurts deep. When I know somebody who's been vaccinated. And I see that they're suffering because they made the wrong decision. Okay? Mm. That's not the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the morons. I'm talking about middle, Little Miss Teacher over there who mm. wants to talk about 300 years of oppression to a fifth grader and yeah. punish him for punish it. Punish a white child. But on a side note for that white child, he's getting the healthy food. He's getting the hummus and the carrots while those other kids are getting the shit food. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's true. He, he's going to be still. like 92 and be like, see, bitch, I, I, I learned to love carrots and hummus and... Those, those fat fucks, they were just eating Oreos and they died at 60. Ha yeah. ha ha. How's your <laughs> communism for you now, bitch? I'd prefer his, I'd prefer that lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's just emotionally fucked up. Hey, look, oh, some, sometimes here on the Red Pill Project, we get a little dark. You have to, dude. You have to. We have you to have laugh to. and joke a little bit you because do. Do. tomorrow we might not be able to. And, and look, I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want to see the genocide and everything. Of course all, not. All ideas are welcome and open in this world. It's but, just most no, of them I'm suck. <laughs> the <laughs> ones that come from communists suck. Oh and as I was gosh. telling Vince earlier, is we can't have a socialist or communist government in this country because it is forbidden by the U.S. Constitution. U.S. Constitution strictly states, right before the Bill of Rights, a Republican form of government. So right here, Eric Coppolino and Health Ranger call for the total evacuation of East Palestine due to extremely toxic dioxin fallout that will poison the land and crops for generations to come. And they're not wrong. Eric Coppolino is calling for the immediate total evacuation of East Palestine due to uh, the dioxin fallout now taking place. The toxic cloud event that's dropping extremely toxic dioxins across large area of residential housing and farmland was deliberately generated by the open burning of vinyl chloride creating combustion. 
byproducts of dioxins, which are many orders of magnitude more toxic and dangerous than the original substances. Understand that the combustion of chlorinated compounds always results in the formation of dioxins, a simple fact known by all competent chemists and is openly admitted by the EPA itself. A uh, study have shown that only small amounts of chlorinated materials and waste are required to support dioxin formation when burning. Uh, this is interesting. I was listening to uh, it was Tucker, Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. and he had a, um, a, a biochemist on that, interesting. that what deals with hazmat materials, specifically with railroad and cross-country tankers and stuff like this. Okay? Wow. This yeah. guy is no joke legit, and he works actively in that community right now. And he said, I was watching this on TV and I was blown away because what they were doing was wrong. He was talking about how they were trying to contain it and they yeah. removed the water because the pressure was getting too high. And he goes, no, you're supposed to add the water back on to reduce the temperature. And he goes, it's like they almost intentionally allowed it to get too hot. And then when he said they came out and said that they were going to um, uh, blow it up. And he's like, what are you talking about? You don't blow up vinyl chloride. Are you kidding me? And this guy was completely appalled by what happened. And he's like, this was not supposed to be done that way. That's what my understanding was. And day after day, the reporting continued to be fake. They said, and we even read some of them on here where they're like, it was handled correctly. It was handled the best way it could. And here's the story. And it wasn't. And it's all bullshit. Let's watch this. This is, there you go. Here you go. Looks like some really clean, healthy water. Nothing says water is clean quite like massive water scrubbing operations all over East Palestine running 24-7. And of course, Norfolk Southern won't talk about it. East Palestine, 25,500 gallon of benzene has signed 1114 colorless odorless carcinogen. It's currently being stored in a clearly broken and burnt train car about 40 feet from somebody's house. Wow. Unfrigging believable. After three weeks of uninterrupted ecological destruction and constant criticism from the press, Pete Buttigieg is finally going to East Palestine. When it's ready, is he what he says. When it's when the time is ready, I, I will go there. When the time's ready. Dude, they should have had heavy equipment there the next day getting all that shit out of there that they could. Well, they should like, Why is that still there? Dude, they, they could have handled this way better, and I think that they did it intentionally. I really This do is think America, this dude. That, I this think is you're being, right. This is being listen, here's my thoughts. We have the miles of train on the East Coast. You have yours outside of your house, you have it up in California in the farmland. And I guarantee you, if people go out there and they start looking at their tracks, they're gonna see tankers parked. And I'm telling you, one one day's gonna come and these things are gonna go boom. And it's gonna spill all the way into the farmland. And you got to remember what super cities are about. Nature's off limits. Mankind's bad to nature. We cannot be in nature. Nature's off limits. This is how they push and propagate that. But also how they attack infrastructure and supply chain here in the United States. The poisoning of eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania is much worse than we are being told. 
The true store, uh, the true horror of what just happened in East Palestine, Ohio, is starting to become clear. But federal, state, local officials continue to insist that everything is just fine, even so that local residents have been puking up blood and developing weird rashes on over their skin. Everyone is being told that it is perfectly safe to return to their homes and it's perfectly safe to drink the water. This should make all of us extremely angry because so many of these people are going to get sick and so many of them are going to die. Some East Palestine, Ohio residents had developed rashes, sore throats, nausea, headaches after returning home uh, this week, and they're worried these new symptoms are related to the chemicals released after the train derailment two weeks ago. The February 3rd incident caused a massive fire and prompted officials to evacuate hundreds of people who lived near the site because the fears of hazardous, highly flammable material might ignite. Instead, they ignited that material themselves and released massive types of... uh, chemical weapons, dioxins, phosgens, and so forth, all over that area, poisoning the food, the land, the soil, the water, the livestock, the wildlife, and the people. It, this is why I'm saying it's time, people. I, I'm, we cannot allow this to happen again. We can't Ser- allow any of this to continue anymore. Yeah, they tried to put it directly into our veins, and now they're just forcing it into the air and into the land, onto the land, yep. into the water. And I'm saying it, it, ways to kill us. Safe and effective. Then they're lying about it. It's the same agenda as the healthcare agenda that we saw over the last couple of years, few years. Now, Vince. Mm. Yeah. Good news. Do you remember the case of the Merck Laboratory in Pennsylvania? Yes. That they found the vials of smallpox in that Merck was not supposed to have smallpox because it's a uh, level four, supposed to be in a level four containment lab only by military and defense agencies. But Merck had it. And that same lab sent 12 monkeys to Virginia that crashed on the highway in West Virginia. And the monkeys got out and affected a one lady, which we never heard from again, by the way, if you remember this. And apparently the monkeys were contaminated with something, probably smallpox. Well, how much do you want to think that the next virus is going to be smallpox? I put it on a bingo card. So this is, uh, we talked about this in the beginning. This is Karl Lauscherbach. Okay, the German Ministry of Health. And he says they are planning an exercise scenario about a leopard bite causing smallpox pandemic. And he thinks it is going to be very realistic. Smallpox, we have Marburgs, we have avian flu. So this is a dose of reality. I haven't watched this, but it said it's worth watching. Let's let's take a look at this, Gander. I want to talk to you guys about why 2021 and the vaccine push was so successful. Basically, before I start this video, for any of the simpletons that come onto my page, I have a bachelor's in science. My major was molecular biology and biochemistry, and this is why I basically didn't take the you-know-what. But let me show you in case you call my blog. There it is. There's my degree, full picture, just so you don't think it is photoshopped. If we look at the 2021 VAX push and how they organized it, they now have data on you and what you're willing to give up in order to get you know what. The first wave was voluntary. It was all based on propaganda and how easily you fell for it. They didn't take anything away from you. Second wave, they took away your entertainment, including restaurants, concerts, and travel. Third wave was they offered you a hundred bucks or hamburgers and fries for your autonomy. And then finally, they went after people who didn't want any of that and they wanted to see if you're willing to lose your job 
or keep your bodily autonomy. Now, what you're going to find surprising if you look across all of the data that's available on months and who got the, how many people got the you know what during each stage, 50% of you did it voluntarily. 50% of you have no critical thinking skills. You never asked any questions. You just did what the TV and the mainstream media told you. That's the sad part. 20% did it for basically food and entertainment. You wanted to go to restaurants because you're too lazy to uh, cook at home. You're too lazy to have your friends over for a beer. That's, and that is the honest truth. And then the last push was actually the smallest for work. This excludes the medical um, field where the provisions are still and the mandates are still on there. Now, ask yourself this. Why should the government care if you have no moral standards and you're not aiming to achieve to be the best person that you can be on this planet. Why should they care? And you want to know why 2020 was so, so successful? Because all they told you to be a hero was to stay home and be lazy. And you finally got your hero status, right? Doesn't take much. And then what's, what was the second step to being a hero? Getting an experimental something. And you know what's really weird? I looked into the CEO, Pfizer CEO. The guy has a PhD in veterinary sciences. Veterinary sciences, right? But you fell for the propaganda. And then they use that 50% to turn on the rest of the people to try and do a push. So now ask yourself, if you're too lazy to actually make a change in your own life and in your own community, why should the government take care of you? Why should the government care? And this is why we're in the mess that we're in. It has to start from within here for the change in order to make a difference in the world. Boom. Well said. What we've been talking about since the beginning is yes. 50% made the choice. 20% made the choice for a cheeseburger. Less than 10% made the choice for a job. But here's the thing. That's only vaccinated people. We know that the numbers that they're reporting in the sense of the United States of America, 100 million people vaccinated is absolute garbage and bullshit. We know that that number is not even close. Especially after the first round of bullshit. It's less and less. Yep. <laughs> this is important. Uh, this is from Steve Kirsch. This is a stratified and normalized per 100,000. It shows very clearly they lied to us. No way out vaccination status of deaths with COVID each month in New Zealand per 100,000 people of each vaccination status and age breakdown. And so what these graphs show specifically is that boom, the government evicts vaccines dramatically increase the risk of death. And you guys can go in there and check that out. That'll be published on the repost. And so severe form of monkey, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, monkeypox in advanced HIV v cases. This is from Inside Paper. But a severe form of MPOX identified in advanced HIV cases, according to a study. Researchers said Tuesday have identified a particularly severe form of MPOX in people with advanced HIV, which had a death rate of 15% among patients with age. MPOX, previously known as monkeypox, has long been endemic in several African countries, but started spreading across the world. Yeah, we forgot about this one, right? Last May. 
uh, affecting men who have sex with men. More than 85,800 monkeypox cases, including 93%, 93 deaths, um, have been since reported across 110 countries, according to the World Health Organization. Between 38 to 50% of the global monkeypox patients were also living with HIV. For this study, the international team of clinicians looked at 382 people with both HIV and monkeypox from 19 countries. The number included 27 people who died of the disease, more than a quarter of the total toll during the global outbreak. The clinicians identified a particularly extreme form of the disease, which they called uh, fulminant mpox, that affected people with advanced HIV and AIDS. Symptoms include massive narcotic... Necrotic lesions on the skin, genitals, and sometimes even lungs. The worst lesions and symptoms were often seen in patients with the lowest type of white blood cells, CD4 cells. Hmm. Now, I'm curious to the, the equate to what they are. Are they talking about a positive HIV test? Are these people that knew they had HIV or are these people that were vaccinated that have, uh, you know, immunosuppression and low CD4 count due to the vaccine? That, that's the question I'm wondering. Likewise, uh, home sales are bottoming out. I thank God I got out of my house. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. They're hitting a, a low. They are. They it are. could keep going. That's home buyers are now calling the shots in the 2000. Nope, I, I disagree. So buyers might finally be calling the shots in 2023 as housing inventory still so, uh, housing inventory while still low has started to climb up. Existing home sales sales fell for the 12th straight month in January with year-over-year sales falling 37%, the biggest decline since 2010, according to the report. The current sales activity is even lower than the lockdown month in April 2020. Uh, Prices vary depending on the market's affordability, the lower price regions. Total housing inventory at the end of January was 980,000 units, up 2.1% from December and 15.3% a year ago. Unsold inventory sits at 2.9 months supply, unchanged from December, but up from 1.6 months from January 2020. What do I predict for the housing market? Um, rates are going to continue to go up for at least the next six months, and you're going to see more, more and more people renting, like I'm doing right now. I'm renting. I went from owning to renting. And many other people are going to do that as well because it's getting way too expensive to rent or to, to, uh, to own. And I mean yeah. that. I mean, it's incredibly expensive to own right now. I think there's a lull. It hit a little bump, and it's going to go back down further. I agree. That's what I think. I, I think agree. they're jumping the gun on this. I'm going to go get an, uh, an outdoor shack just to live in. That's kind of what I was thinking about. Mm. What? Yeah. We'll go put it on some land, an outdoor shack. Make sure well, there's some heat looking... in there. Yeah. I, I mean, that's basically my studio. Um, and with the price of lumber and fasteners, I was looking at how much it costs to build a, uh, a guillotine. And, you know, with the cost of lumber, rope, and fasteners, it's like... Seven or Why eight times cheaper. Seven or eight times cheaper than it was a year ago or two years ago. Mm. Not, what? Just, no, no, projects, no, no, no. Yeah, random projects. Projects. Random projects, you know. <laughs> so the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission has charged an investment arm of the Mormon Church with for disclosure failures of misstated filings. Listen to this. <laughs> Ensign Peak, a nonprofit entity operated by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, agreed to pay the $4 million penalty penalty for failing to file forms that would disclose the church's equity investments and instead filing forms for shell companies that concealed the church's portfolio, as well as misstated Ensign Peak's control over investment decisions, according to the Wall Street Journal. The church, which requires its members to give 10% of their income in the form of tithing, agreed to pay the $1 million penalty, according to the SEC. 
The SEC's order finds that from 1997 to 2019, Ensign Peak failed to file Forms 13F, the forms on which investment managers are required to disclose the value of certain securities they manage. According to the order, the church was concerned the disclosure of its portfolio, which by 2018 grew to approximately $32 billion, Dude, would lead to negative that not, consequences. That doesn't happen on accident. They knew. Come on. Hey, you uh, disclosed $32 billion from us. <laughs> Oh, we're sorry. Somebody uh, was getting paid off, and they didn't you, get paid off this year. You need to pay a four million dollar fine. Four million. Oh, okay. four million dollars. Hold on, let me reach in my pocket. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dude, somebody was getting paid. Maybe not the IRS. <laughs> so we've seen all know. the uh, the egg farms going up, the high prices of eggs, the feed coming in and killing all the the chicken, uh, steril- uh, sterilizing all the chickens. And why we studied, we talked about this a while back. The study finds egg yolks block COVID virus in the body. At the same time, chicken farms are burning down, and there's an egg shortage in America. And this is by the Gateway Pundit. This is the real deal. And so, January, several fire crews were called to a massive fire that occurred at the Bozerah, Connecticut egg farm, the Hindale Farms located on Schwartz Road. And that egg farm. Uh, 1.1 million chickens were killed in Iowa egg farm due to the bird flu in November. There's absolutely an egg shortage, even though that the prices have came down. Uh, there's definitely an egg shortage. We just p- bought some eggs the other day, and they were kind of expensive. And this is the uh, the the actual um, National Library of Medicine study that talked about Chinese egg yolk antibodies block the binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike protein variants in the human ACE2 receptors. And I'm curious if that would have any potential for people who are vaccinated, who are producing the spike protein, to stop them from latching onto the ACE2 receptors. So we did talk about that before. I just wanted to bring it back up because now it's being reported by what we would consider kind of semi or quasi-mainstream, the, the gateway pundit. Sure. Um, and I would gamble to say it wouldn't hurt just to be healthy anyway. Eat right. whole foods and stuff as much as you can. Tax refund season is off to a slow start, Vince. Total payments 30% below the 2017 to 2019 average. One of the yeah. spo- unspoken reasons behind the powerful reflationary wave of 2022 and even more remarkable spending spree by U.S. households last year was a generous helping of tax refunds issued by the IRS well above, uh, well above previous years, but don't expect that repeat in 2023. Tax filing season began on January 23rd, and we are now entering the period of the year in which tax returns made to the IRS hit the pockets of households, according to the UBS economist. Around half of the year tax returns paid to the IRS are dispersed in February and March, about a total of $200 billion, roughly 6% of disposable income in these months. The main reasons why refunds will be lower this year than last year is because the expiration of the 2021 expanded child tax credit, which boosted tax refunds during the 2022 tax season. Thanks, Donald Trump. Wild. So, uh, take warning on this. Energy traders flush with cash are moving in the crops and metals. Mm-hmm. After yeah. making more money than ever the last few years, some of the world's top energy traders are using cash to expand into metals and agriculture. The bumper profits reaped from trading oil and gas have given them cash to invest in opportunities diversified in other commodities. Since last year, Goonvor Group, Hartree Partners LP, and Vital Group hired crops of metal or metal traders. Well, it's not the first time major energy merchants 
merchants have leaned into such markets, there are several reasons their interest is rising now. The energy crisis and Russia's war in Ukraine fueled volatility that traders crave with underscored on how commodity can impact another, such as high gas prices, curbing metals output and boosting fertilizer costs. Plus, metals like copper and lithium are crucial to energy transitions away from fossil fuels and U.S. renewable diesel boom is boosting crop demand, helping to connect commodity markets. It's a sensible diversification, Manish Marawa, a commodities consultant and former strategy director of the agri-giant COFCO International. Margins and revenues in agricultural metals trading have proven resilient in recent years. Mm-hmm. So what I've are heard, these... Go ahead. I've heard through the grapevine from a couple people that energy is a great investment right now in these tumultuous times. Mm-hmm. Uh so I, I think people are still high, deeply invested in that and they're not necessarily leaving yet, but commodities are hot. Commodities is where it's at. So apparently... What are your thoughts? Uh, Sorry, my, my thoughts are that uh, we're about to see a highly volatile commodities market. And that's why they're moving in because they know exactly what's going to happen next. As energy prices have skyrocketed, especially the last year, you're going to see various different commodity prices, metals and uh, agriculture, start to be incredibly volatile with shortages that are going to happen, especially with the attacks on the infrastructure. So it's a great time to start shorting the market and start making some money on the shorts while 401ks lose their ass. Plastic shortage, metal shortage, supplies, material shortages. So uh, James O'Keefe shared a text message from a board member bragging about getting a raise if he was forced oh. out. O'Keefe just Project Veritas, Project Veritas. Let's watch this right here. Hey, this is now Friday, February 3rd. A board member reached out to one of our journalists and stated, quote, you get a raise if there is a restructure without James O'Keefe at Project Veritas. I have a copy of the text message and I'll give it to all of you. I redacted the name of the journalist. The board member deleted the message, but not before our journalist took screenshots. Good job, journalist. (laughs) On Sunday, February 5th, now that's Sunday, two days. Okay, so James O'Keefe has been fired by the board because of the Pfizer video. I swear somebody predicted this. I mean, I'm pretty sure someone said that this is going to be the end of uh, James O'Keefe. They're using this to get him out. And sure enough, it was. I, I predicted that in my Substack. Even though I said that the, the, the way it was going to happen was a little bit different. Either way, I knew the result. How about this one? 200,000 followers gone since yesterday afternoon on Project mm. Veritas' face, uh, a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see what they're at now. I'm, go- um, I'm actually going in there right now. Project Veritas, let's bring them up. I'm following, and guess what? We're going to unfollow, boom, just like that. And uh, 1.186 million. What? I don't know what they were at before. Yeah, I, I, I got to look. Damn. I'm like clicking around like crazy here. Yep. It's they okay. also published... Uh, 200,000 gone. So they, uh, Project Veritas also published an article basically smearing James O'Keefe and, and saying they didn't fire him and that he quit. And he's saying he didn't quit, that he got fired. And it was basically like written by their legal team, totally smearing him and saying that he made a bunch of um, 
that they wanted to investigate his 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 purchases through the company and they pointed out like he'd had a 100 he had $150,000 worth of transportation transportation black cars over the last 18 months he spent uh, over 10 grand um on a private jet in order to have a meeting with somebody to work on his boat and that he called a potential donor and basically saying that he's misappropriating company funds mm-hmm. and they wanted to investigate that. And they're like, here is a small list and we want to do a further investigation. Totally seemed like his uh, fucking organization. Bullshit. Yeah. He and it. When, my argument was this, he works, he created project Veritas. Of course he has his credit card. He works 24 seven. He's going to put everything on that card. He's going to hire drivers whenever he needs to go somewhere for business 10 times a day, if he wants to, and he's going to put it on that card yeah. to get the story. Duh. Do you remember when Alex Jones in 2010 said, they're prepping the, com- they're prepping the FEMA camps. They got coffins yeah. out there for kids. Yeah. Listen to this. All I know is our town needs help. Our governor abandoned us. He changed his phone number. He's going by what the railroad is saying. I tried to call him. It's a new number. I can't get it. We need help. We do. We need we need President Biden. We need FEMA housing. FEMA housing? Now start thinking about the fires, the railroad derailments, the chemical spills, the tankers that are all over the country. Mm-hmm. People are asking for FEMA housing. Get us out of this area. It's contaminated. Take us somewhere that's safe. Nothing wrong yeah. with that with these people there in East Palestine. But what happens when that starts happening all over the country? And by the way, if there's 1,700 train derailments a year, yeah. that's a fucking problem. Why haven't why hasn't people said maybe we should do something about this? Right. Like hello McFly. Mhm. And there are not that many derailments like this. I think that I was reading somewhere, I don't know if this is accurate, that a derailment could be defined as just slightly off the tracks. Mhm. And that doesn't necessarily mean what we've been seeing this past week and year. Right. I, I um, But yeah, it definitely would be a concern. <laughs> it's not logical there. But all right. problem, reaction, solution, Ugh. man. That's all I got to say to that. Agreed. X Grits, X, one ice cream, Patriot at Pisces, one diamond, and two diamonds, Patriot at Pisces, Cat 24, two lemons. Thank you so much, X Grits, Patriot at Pisces, and Cat 24. Racing Ray 42, gifted a can. How much longer until the Patriots form the Constitutional Militia? I think it's time right now, Ray. Let's do it. Let's get it going. Uh, Fringe Dweller donated 117 gold pills. Thank you so much, Racing Ray and Fringe Dweller. Nate Hendy gifted a phone. My thanks and contribution to you guys. Much love. Thank you so much, Nate Hendy. Uh, Fringe Dweller, again, 117 more gold pills. Thank you so much, Fringe Dweller. Happy birthday, Derived. Happy birthday, Derived. Happy birthday, Mr. (laughs) President Derived. Happy birthday, Lindsay14 gifted a cookie. They're turning the, they're turning the frogs gay. I can't do it right now. I'm kind of going to tickle my throat, but thank you so much, Lindsay, for that cookie. Slumdog gifted a cookie. Jeep Jeep is the reason. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Shannon1313, one lemon, one ice cream. Thank you guys so much for all the donations tonight. Mm. You guys are absolutely awesome. Don't forget, in about one hour's time, right now, right after the show, you guys can go there now, socialredpill.com. 
the Zoom is already started. Just Jim's party already in there waiting for everybody. I can't wait till everybody joins, people. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, I bet he's already in there, but other people will be joining in. I will be there in about 30 to 45 minutes. I got a few things to take care of. But tonight, the After Dark Q&A on socialredpill.com. That's a live Zoom. You'll find the link in the feed in about 35 minutes. If you want to find the link before that, go to the Events tab. Find Social Red Pill Zoom. Join there. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Get ready, get prepared, because it has begun. Have a good night. See you tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPad became. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.